What's going on, everybody? Back. Questionable for Sunday. Here again for another week. Week 11 coming up. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host here, the Kamish, Connor. What's 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 going on in the, uh, in the life of Con? Uh, nothing new. My fantasy team sucks, but I'm still going to make the playoffs. I'm still the chosen one. I'm not concerned. Yeah, you know, I know that we didn't invite Joe on this podcast, but he's in the Discord. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about only scoring 0.7 points with his quarterbacks and still beating me. Um, besides that, everything's doing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you prayed to the gods. You got, you know, you prayed to him after your win the previous week against Ben. A lot of praying last week. You know, gods it was, it was love the, not the fantasy gods love to challenge us, and we must overcome these obstacles through blind faith and belief. You know, you didn't you didn't pray to you didn't pray to Allah, and that's where you went wrong. True that. But uh, Connor mentioned we got Joe. Joe join us in the Discord. Uh, Joe, good to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. And our invited guest we had on was uh, is Hobie. Hobie's joined us again. What's up, man? What's up, guys? How's it going? Shout Thanks out for home. the in- invite. I cracked my uh, aha sparkling water for you. I don't got a Coors Light, but I got I got a level got... play. I already cracked it. Sorry, I had to talk with Joe earlier, so I had to be drinking. Car's got a fucking nerd beer on him. I, got a I will brew. say you guys are both better than me. I don't have any alcohol with me today, so a little shocking. First uh, sober podcast. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Connor, any questions for our guests here? We, I know we've had him on now a few times this year, but uh, anything you want to ask of either of our guests? Yeah, Hovi, um, can you do me a favor really quick? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, could, could you go to uh, ESPN.com, like the Fantasy League? I'm there, yes. Okay, can, you, can you find my team? Okay. The Brisket Limp Biscuit, because, uh, you know, even though I started Jacoby Brissett, two actually scored way more points. That was fun. Um just take a quick like look at my roster, just like real fast. Just a quick, you know, like uh, top to bottom. Um, what can I do to make my team better this week? Um, I would say trade everyone. Trade everyone. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I can do that. You know, Connor, you, you know what you could have done last week to make your team better? Oh, it's that trade for Ramondre Stevenson. You could have traded with me and not and not just like, <laughs> dude. Connor's the worst with trade negotiations. I mean, Jerry's the worst. That's yeah, Jerry. I don't need, come on, I don't need to, but you you're right up there. But what are you talking about, dude? I mean, this guy texts me at like ten o'clock on Saturday. And he's like, "What's the best you could offer me for Alan Kamara and Mike Williams?" So I gave him an offer, and he sent he countered with some stupid offer that I would never take. And then I I gave my final offer. I was like, "Here's the offer," and then. His text backer, he's taking like 30 minutes every time to text back. Like, I text back right away, and then, like, with him, it's like 30 minutes. And this conversation started like 10 at night. So, I'm about, at a certain point, I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm about to go to bed. And I fucking look on Discord, this nerd who's drinking a fucking Pac Man beer is playing, playing pretend soldier with Chris on fucking his computer. Hello, loose baby. Great game. Probably asking Chris for like, oh, Eric just offered me his trade. What do you think? Like, Chris is going to give a fucking yeah, good right. analysis. Yeah, right. You think I would ask offer. Chris for trade analysis? Are you fucking high right now, dude? <laughs> well, that, maybe that was why I was taking so long for you to answer. And then finally, I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm going to bed. If you want to do the trade, send me the offer on ESPN and I'll accept it in the morning. And I look in the morning, no trade offer. So I'm like, okay, well, and no text back or anything. No acknowledgement of me or anything. And then Sunday Sunday morning, I text him. I'm like, so, dude, you want to do this trade? Like, are you going to trade Kamara or what? And he fucking responds back at 10.05. Like, yeah, let's make a deal. The games have already started. And this guy's just like, oh, let's make a trade now. <laughs> Meanwhile, he could have had, like, Ramondre Stevenson and Keenan Allen. Both would have fucking made him crush Joe. But yeah, he said know, he's... yeah, you know, it, it was one of those things, Eric, and I got to be honest with you, man. Um, I was pulling your leg all weekend. I am never going to trade with you when you're 10-0. and 0. 
And I will never make your team better in the playoffs by trading away Alvin Kamara, who's going to miss a week. So literally, I have never an intention to trade with you, and I was just fucking with you. I was just sending you text no, late. I was treating you. True. I was treating you as if I was texting a girl. You know, you get the text like, "I'll look at it in forty-five minutes." You know, I don't want to seem needy. You know, here's what else. Me and Spencer talk like every day, so I was here. You know, I always get the inside scoops from him too. You made him maybe. The worst trade offer, one of the worst trade offers I've ever heard. I mean, I got Spen- that. Spencer got is that Spencer is Spencer, Spencer come is on, high. bro. Spencer is high all the time, but he's not retarded. Like he would, this trade offer was horrible. Like it was, you I think it was it? Mike Williams and Alvin Kamara. I'm just trying to, I'm going off memory right now. Mike yeah. Williams and Alvin Kamara for Teddy Bridgewater, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, and Josh Jacobs. Okay, okay, let's let's not uh, let's not slander, dude. Okay. Um, let me, That's let me, the exact trade offer. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me pull up my texts, dude. Um, I'm trying to find it too because he texted me it as well. So you're like, here, here's Alvin Kamara, this injured running back, and Mike Williams, who hasn't been good in like five weeks. Um, for fucking one probably of the, like four of the best players on your team. Well, first of all, okay, okay, we're talking. About, we should talk about the Spencer trade. That's totally fine. The one this that I have. What, yeah, here we go. I got the exact quote. Thank you. Uh, Con- Connor offered Kamara and Mike Williams for Bridgewater, Jacobs, Hopkins, and Cooper. Such a shit deal. <laughs> We're the so, exact words. That's true. That's true. I did make that offer. And then I uh, then I offered him Jake, uh, Kamara and LaVisca Chanel, who everyone should trade for that yeah. guy. He's killing it this year. Uh, for Josh Jacobs, Hopkins, and Cooper. That's worse. It's not like worse, you're, you're, actually. No, that, so we we you're, talk you're about something really fast. No, 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 no. We ta- stop, no, no, no. stop. We talk no, about something really stop. fast. Talk stop. about something really, really fast. Stop. So Eric has this tendency when he gives trades to screenshot fantasy pros and no. up the plus and the minus percent for team ranking or whatever week or whatever. And then I was like, and he would just send me these fucking screenshots over text, right? And then eventually I, I was like not really texting him back because I never wanted to trade with him. And then uh, he sent me an offer and I said, hey, what does Fantasy Pros think about this offer? And you're like, why don't you go buy the subscription, dude, and figure it out. Guess what, Eric? I've had the subscription since week five, dude. All right. I've seen all the pluses and minuses of your offers. Your offers are so bad, dude. Your offers is like, oh, your team's plus 6%. My team's minus 6%. The offer I sent to Spencer, my team was plus 4%. His team was minus 4%. Yeah, a little favored in my direction, but way better than your A little favored? A little favored. Better than your offers, dude. Are you kidding me? Why, uh, have you made any trades this year? Uh, yeah, no, with someone in the call, you, dude. I, I traded for Tua. Oh, okay, one yeah, trade, yeah. yeah. And I'm I sure Joe negotiated all of that. And then you're like, oh, I also made this offer with LaVisca Chanel, and it's worse than the first one you made. Like, don't don't even try to say, oh, I, I screenshot offers. Yeah, because everyone thinks I make shit offers while you're out here just offering fucking dog shit to Spencer and whoever else on a weekly basis. I mean, to be honest, uh, a trade with Spencer was never really going to work. We just, it wasn't in the cards, um, depending on the values of the players we had. Plus he had, he was incentivized to beat you this past week. Um, at least to get like the buys and stuff. So it, it wasn't ever going to work. Um, and unfortunately the only person who it would have worked was with you. Um, honestly. And, uh, that goes against my morals. Yeah. I've heard it a million times, like, oh, you know, the, this trade will make my team better, but it'll also make your team better, so I'm not going to do it. It's Eric, like, one no fucking, right there. No fucking shit. We've That's all heard point. that, haven't we? People That's listening right now, trade. we've all heard Eric say that. No, it, I hear it all the time, like, I would make the trade, but it's going to make your team better, so, like, why would I do that? It's like, well, why, isn't that what the trade's supposed to do, make both teams better? But, whatever, I'm fucking 10-0, because I'm better than all of you guys, so... You this is okay. Nuts. You know what? Oh. Honestly, I'm so sorry, but we're gonna have to dive right into my PSA right now because <laughs> I have a PSA listed on the show sheet, and you guys just heard what Eric said, right? The guy is too fucking big. Okay, he's too big to fail. Okay, I, I admit my team sucks. I'm a loser. Okay, even though I'm the chosen one and I will make the playoffs eventually, I uh, it just was passed by Chris in the points standings. Which sucks. You hate to see it. This happens like every year. He has like as many points scored as you every year. And you're like shocked that it happened again this year. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm semi-retired. I don't have a lot of positive things going on in my life. And yeah, maybe that makes me incredibly bitter. But I look at Eric's team and his team actually looks good. Like he's made these trades that made his team a lot better. He just got Devontae Booker, Saquon Barkley, and Aaron Jones. Okay. 
He's not only that, but he's 10 and 0. So I'm just letting everyone know. Please do everyone a favor and stop fucking trading with Eric. Okay. God damn it. Fair. Two of those three trades for me. Yeah, yeah, Joe. I mean, I took Joe. Stop it, dude. Gonna, he's going to ruin the whole podcast, guys. We got to we got to put a embargo, a trade embargo, Eric. Yeah, I mean, J- Jerry's on it. He's 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 already on it. So you just got to follow his lead. All right, my PC uh, is over. That's all I had to say about you, Connor. You're the worst trade negotiation wise. Is fucking keeping me up. A dad of two, you're just keeping me up waiting. It, like it was the funniest thing, dude. I funny was, video games. Oh my god, dude! I was texting like Hovi and Spencer a little bit about trades. We kind of talked, Hovi a tad. Um, and to be honest, dude, like I was just dying laughing every time you tech you would fucking send me a rage text. Eric, you're getting so heated this weekend. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. So thank you. Yeah, it was like almost midnight, and you're like, I look on Discord, and you're just fucking you and Chris just pretending that you're little fucking. Nazis, nineteen forty-two, fucking with Walt Disney out here, just unbelievable, dude. Walt Disney, Nazis, and Jordan Hazari. What? Oh, okay, gotcha. (laughs) That was kind of a stretch. Sorry, sorry, Jordan. (laughs) Anyways, I digress enough. Let's let's review everything that went down in week ten, starting with the uh, the scoreboard here. Uh, I beat Spencer. Didn't I call it though? Really quick. On what? Uh, Hovi and I were talking before the pod because Eric, you said you're bringing heat, and Ho- I told Hovi that you're coming for me. Yeah, I mean, I'll come for whoever. I mean, at this Hobie, point, back me up here, bro. everyone's looking up at me, so you got to listen to what I got to say. <laughs> back me up, Hovi. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it's right? just yeah. I, well, I mean, we kind of assumed it was probably about you after you told me that story about what you were doing. I that made me think okay yeah he's coming after connor so <laughs> i don't got anything against hobie so i honestly just come on and say. i'm like oh like i don't know you you know you're having a guest on you're like i'm bringing the heat i'm like oh fuck what did i do this week so. yeah here joe <laughs> joe joined the podcast here i'm coming at joe it's time to come out joe joe texts me fucking like 30 minutes into the game starting on sunday like oh it's gonna happen again you're gonna get lucky your opponent's not gonna score any fucking points and i'm like all right whatever fucking meanwhile this peasant, I mean, he uh, he had a fucking miracle on Monday to score 95. He needed a miracle to score 95 yeah, points. Fucking brutal. And, and Fuck thank you, God Joe. he played fucking Connor, yeah. who scored 90 points. You're so lucky that you played me, Joe. Eight, God damn it. Like 30 minutes into the game. No, it's, I'm not done. 30 minutes into the game starting, he's like, oh, it's going to unbelievable, dude. You've barely scored more points than me, and you're fucking 9 and 0, whatever. You're going to get lucky again. I go on to drop 131 would have beat Joe by fucking 40 points and he's he's talking shit 30 minutes into the game starting like I'm the fucking lucky one. Meanwhile I score 130. Only two people scored more than me. One of them's Hovi, so shout out him. And then Wow, congrats Eric. Oh, you want a cookie? Blah, blah, blah. Fucking 95 points and he wins. I've never <laughs> scored that few points this year and won a game, I'll tell you that. So we'll start with that the fucking shitter matchup. Joe beats Connor. <laughs> <laughs> 95.7 to 90.3 behind Debo on Monday night, Tyler Higby. I mean, I, 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 it just made me happy that Joe came back and won after Connor's shenanigans he pulled off. Really? Because you texted me that you wanted to see me make the playoffs. Yeah, because your team sucks, so huh? if you're in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, Joe's, Joe can make the playoffs, too, to, and his team In order for me to make so. the playoffs, I really had to... Be, I mean, I still think I can, obviously, because I'm the chosen one. The fantasy gods have chosen me. Um, but I think that a win last week would have really helped my chances, and unfortunately, for sure. couldn't pull it off. Uh, me and Spencer, top two teams, we faced off. I remained victorious, 131 to 86.1. Ben beats Chris. 107.5 to 91.4. Chris still searching for that first W. Jordan beats Tristan. 120.4 to 111.5. Our two highest scoring team in the weeks. We, call, or our, we highlighted them in the prod last week. Hovi and Curtis. 176.4 to 148.3. That McCaffrey deal for Hovi is fucking... Tristan might have fucked over everyone on that one. <laughs> Looking real nice. Hovi, I had... <laughs> Please and uh, Jerry plays the fucking ghost of the league, Amac. No one knows where he's at, and his, no one knows where his team's at either. Six. I just want to say, I beat 
Andrew's team by more points than Joe and Connor scored this week. <laughs> I scored, That's I scored a hundred, a hundred and a, a, like 113 more points than Andrew this week, which I think would be his season high in scoring. Probably. <laughs> Uh, his leading score, Mac. His, Shout out he has two quarterbacks, or his leading scores. Impressive. Um, his next high score, Melvin Gordon, eight point eight points. That's honestly impressive to only score sixty four point six points when your two quarterbacks combined for thirty nine. So that means the rest of his players had twenty five points. Yeah, Joe. His... Just because you're not used to your quarterback scoring a lot of points doesn't mean it doesn't happen in the world. All right. God damn. It. All right. All right. Connor's got the nug life this week. Shout out to the Nuggers. Connor, why would you say that? Whoa, but... whoa, 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 whoa. What? We're, we're, one letter that, away from getting canceled, Eric. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, it's man. Be on. It's all we on iTunes. But uh, it's all you this week, so. Oh, you want me to go over the nug life? Yeah, what's up? What's up, my uh, my nuglets? How we all doing, dude? So, uh, <laughs> quick shout out to Curtis. Uh, he won the Bad Beat Challenge this week. Uh, he scored, I, I wasn't ready for this, I apologize, 148.3, Hobie had 176.4, so loses by over 20 points, almost 30 points, but still, everyone owes him, I think, $4, what you said? $3. All right, everyone pay Curtis $3, um, and if you don't, we'll talk to him, we'll take it from your future winnings, which... Uh, some people may not have future winnings. Um, I also wanted to note that Curtis is second now in points scored, but is sitting at four and six on the year, which totally blows. So sorry about that, Curtis. I think one of the issues was that his team started real slow, and then he's been really tearing it up lately. So uh, playoff watch for Curtis. Um, he's actually uh, right now uh, in the, basically the sixth playoff spot. I think the next closest is going to be Jordan, possibly. So we'll have to see. Um my other, a uh, couple other uh, nuglets we got over here. So Joe was down. We already talked about this 58.4 to 90.3 before Monday night and gets basically 36, 37 points from Debo Samuel and fucking Higby. So that's ridiculous. Um, I also wanted to point out that Tristan um, lost again, which may come, may come as a shock to you guys. Uh, but even though he lost, uh, the, his best scorer was the Cowboys D, which is uh, scored 23 points. So... Tristan's getting back to his roots of good fantasy defenses. Shout out a uh, little bit of squirts. Um, I forget what happened with Eric's game. And then I also wanted to point out, uh, Amac only scored 64 points. Um, one thing I noticed about his top scorers, like we just kind of mentioned, Melvin Gordon had 8.8 .8 points. So ESPN shows you the top three scorers on every team. And I went back through every single week. Only four times this year has a team's third leading scorer um, been under 10 points. And out of those four times, AMAC has two of those. Uh, so rip AMAC. Shocker. Uh, Curtis has one, and then I have one as well. Also, you having one total shocker. I haven't even won, huh? No, uh, you having one of the performances. No, it's not. My team sucks, total shocker. Dude. dude, my, my exactly. team my team sucks more toes than Joe on a kindergarten field trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to you uh what's your highlight of the week i don't there's no award name it's the uh sucking toes award uh so in honor of you you're gonna give out the first one uh what's your highlight of the week uh definitely debo samuel on monday night coming through with that huge game catching that long touchdown pass near Fuck in the joe Third quarter, but there's like fourth down anyways. They're up by 21 points. Yeah, <laughs> completely unnecessary touchdown, but they just you know decided to throw a deep ball to Debo Samuel for 41 yards and win me my fantasy game. Obi, what do you got? What's your highlight of the week? Your sucking toes award. <laughs> uh, I'm saying I don't know. I guess. Joe coming back to win. That was pretty cool. And the week before, we had, like, I know this is a little late, but, like, some of the closest fucking scoring I've ever seen. And, Joe, weren't you involved in that, too? I believe so, the week before. Yeah, you yeah. Against Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. We had a couple of close games, so. Yeah, that was a good one. Connor, what you got? Yeah, I got a highlight. Uh, this past Sunday, um, I was invited out to a local dive bar by a, uh, I call him a kid, but I guess he's 27, 
um, that I babysitted like twice. He's like a family friend. It was him and his buddy. And hey. yep. And uh, basically, they uh, basically this is one dive bar where you can get a personal pitcher of Rolling Rock. And what they do is they get a personal pitcher and they get orange juice and they just make beer moses all damn day. So it's actually Fire. it was super sick. Beer moses are so good. Not gonna lie. So shout out Marathon Tavern in Portland. Um, but my highlight was my buddy Grant really wanted to take a shit for like an hour, but there was a guy doing um, heroin in the bathroom. So <laughs> Shout out Portland. So shout out Portland, baby. Portland. Yeah, he's like, man, the guy's been in there. He's not pooping. He's not peeing. I keep him like slapping his arm. I'm like, yeah, dude, I think he's doing drugs. Just slapping the arm, dude. Breaking down some tunes. Uh, I don't know what my highlight is this week. My own team beating Spencer. Everyone probably assumes Spencer's going to win, especially after Lamar and Marquise Brown sucked on Thursday. Didn't matter. Or Mondre Stevenson, two TDs off the waiver wire. I mean, I'm just I'm just too good at fantasy. It's better to be lucky than good, you know. Uh, what do we got? Connor already had his PSA. I'll bring I'm bringing the heat, I guess. I already brought on Joe. Uh, Connor, I don't got anything for Ovi. Jerry, Jerry responded to my text today, actually. But the week before, yeah, leading up to the week, the worst. How did that make you feel? Just frustrated. Why do you still text him? Because I I felt like we were like very close to making a deal. Oh, he was actually responding Not, back to you. Yeah, at first, and then I got this okay. blue ball. Well, that's what he like, does. Yeah, he's the ghost, dude. We, I was ghost just like rimming. Past. I was just rimming, and then he just shut it down and then just didn't respond and then i was like fuck it dude i'm never texting this guy again and i texted him again today and he responded no he it's it's, it's like the past thing this never even happened like we didn't have this long ass conversation and just got ended by you just saying nothing to like six texts from me in a row i mean i don't if jerry's like either like the busiest guy at work of all time or something like that i don't know i know he, he's just sitting at his desk not responding to me. Unbelievable. No respect. I'm 10-0 and 0 and I don't get any respect. To be honest, it is fucking... believable that Jerry doesn't text you. That is believable. The, the reigning champion. I get no respect. Podcast host of the greatest. Co-host of the greatest fans of all. EIG podcast <laughs> in history. And I get no respect. Are you done, dude? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unreal. Alright, it's time it's to very play Shark real, Tank. actually. Oh, you want to play? It's time yeah. to play Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to play Shark Tank. Yep, yep. All right. So to set this up, all of us are gonna pitch, make our pitches for an over and under on a player's fancy projections for this week, and uh, we're gonna make the pitch to the other participants, and they're gonna either invest with us or, or they're gonna pass. And uh, we got some fancy music for you guys. All right, Nick. You want to start us off? I will. All right. Sharks. I'm looking for a hundred dollar investment. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver over eleven point nine points against the Raiders You're kinda of cutting out, sorry, can you repeat that? I know you might be a little nervous your first time on Sharks. Oh sorry. Yeah, I mean this I'm seems bored of people. Um, I'm looking for an investment on T Higgins over eleven point nine fancy points against the Raiders this week. We saw what the Raiders looked like on uh, Sunday Night Football against the Chiefs. Defense not looking so strong. Higgins, he's been getting to targets seven in week seven, four, uh, no, sorry, 15 targets in week seven, six in week eight, and eight in week nine. Uh, he's been close to going over his projected number three weeks in a row. I feel like defense are just starting to focus a little more on Jamar Chase, trying to take him away, and I feel like Higgins is going to be the beneficiary of that against a weak um, Raiders defense. So I need to know, Sharks, are you in or out on T. Higgins over his projection of 11.9? I'm out. Honor. <laughs> uh, I've reviewed your uh, investment portfolio and uh, I put it into my um, uh, home algorithm. And it just spit out an answer that says, Eric, you suck ass. And for that reason, I'm out.
I am, I'm down to my last option. Looking for an investment from Joe. Joe would be my no. guy. You're no, out. I just don't think he's going to get the catches this week and not going to get it. Oh, wait. Joe is out? I'm in now. <laughs> I'm definitely in. Joe can't predict shit. <laughs> don't know who is going to get those touches. Those kindergartners' toes. <laughs> Alright, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> Diego's is going over. And you're going to be looking at a future billionaire after this week. Jamar Chase is going to take all Yeah, Jamar Chase, touches. dude. How the fuck did we not draft him at a higher number? Wasn't it like $4 or whatever? Nobody cares. All right, who's next? Uh, I got one. Hello, sharks. Uh, uh, my name is Joe's Toes. <laughs> and uh, I'm asking for a uh, $20 investment um, on Mike Willems scoring under his projection of 10.4. Um, I'm not sure if a lot of people are aware of this, but Mike Williams sucks lately. And he's doing nothing for my squad. And for some reason, ESPN still hasn't projected in double figures, and I think that's absolute bullshit. Sharks, what do you think? Will someone take my $10 investment? I'm looking at Mike Williams here. Uh, last four weeks, he had a buy, but last four games he's played 3.7, 2.9, 6.8, and 5.3, so he has not come close. Maybe if you add him uh, up, he comes close. Yeah, if you did add him up, he's going to close. Um, <laughs> so you know what, Connor? For that reason, I'm in. Love it. Uh, Obi, we take my I'm investment. In. Yes. I'm... Yeah, honestly, he's just not getting very many targets now. I think you're right, Connor. Just definitely take the under. Nice. All right. Finally, uh, I have another one as well. Um, I have a. I'm asking uh, uh, the Sharks here for a $45 investment on 20% of Dak Prescott scoring over his projection of 21.8. Uh, Dak's been on a tear recently. Uh, he re he ran in a touchdown, and uh, the reporters are like, "Wow, you ran in a touchdown! Why'd you do that?" He's like, "I gotta let people know who I am," you know. And I respect the shit out of that answer. He's playing the Chiefs, who uh, their defense has been Swiss cheese this year. I know they looked decent this past weekend, but I think that he's gonna uh, Dak is gonna score over his projection of 21.8 points. Uh, Sharks, what do you think, Joe? I know you have a real close connection with Dak. I'm really hoping that you will take my investment portfolio. Honestly, I think Kansas City's playing better lately. I'm going to take the under, so I'm going to pass. You're, you're going to regret that decision, Joe. Uh -huh. Joe doesn't like Dak Prescott because he broke his foot, so he doesn't have a true normal foot like usual, like his t his kids' toes do. So for that, for that reason, I'm in. I think Dak Prescott needs to score 22 or more points for the Dallas to have a shot. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Shark. Kobe. Hi, Connor. Now, Dak, near, near and dear to my heart, a former member of Daddy Longneck, uh, but now he plays for Jerry's team, so for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Love it. All right. Ovie, make us your pitch. Um, okay, fuck. Um... Joe, do you have one? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, my pitch is, and let me get him back to the team that he was on so I can remember the exact amount of points he has, but my pitch for the week is Deonta Foreman over 10.3, 10.4 points. I um, think he's the main running back in Tennessee now. They're playing Houston, who's a great matchup and is terrible on defense. Um, I think he's going to get... He got 14 touches last week. I think that amount's going to go up with how well he did. Um, I like him to get the over this week. Honor, what do you think on that one? Well, um, yeah, this is a little bit of an awkward situation, you know, a little bit of... Uh... Um, you know, you're talking about my ex-girlfriend there. I actually was rostering Deontay Foreman and got him off waivers for free. I dropped his ass for some no-name scrubs just last week, and now he's the number one waiver pickup, and for that very reason, I'm out. You know, Joe's picks, uh, you're probably uh, down money if you've, uh, if you've ever followed them before. Uh, last week he gave out uh, Brown's money line as his uh, gambling pick, and they lost... 55 to 7 or whatever it was uh, so for that reason uh, I do like Deonta Foreman but um, since it's Joe's pick I'm out 
Joe, I couldn't hear you with a foot in your mouth because I was looking at something else. What was it? Can you please tell me again? I honestly didn't hear. Dante Foreman over 10.4 points. Mmm. Mm. On Hobie's team. Yeah, I'm taking... Fuck yeah, dude. Let's, let's go with this shit. I'm buying all day. Joe gets one investment. So uh, Connor had multiple investments on his. I had none. Actually, I had Connor because he faded Joe. Yep. Uh, Joe got one from Hovi. Hovi, you got to give us your pitch now. Okay, my pitch. I'm seeking $69 in my investment of Antonio Brown going over 0.1 point. <laughs> Will he do it? Uh, He's been out the last three games. No really updated news. We'll see when it comes to practices tomorrow and Friday. As of right now, he's at point one point. I have faith that Antonio Brown will play. Uh, Hobie, uh, Shark Commission uh, over here. Quick question about your investment offer. Um, do we know the injury to Antonio Brown? Does that have to do maybe with his uh, third or fourth metatarsal? Possibly uh, one of his phalanges? I believe he tried to fart in another person's face and someone shoved their finger up his butt and hit all the way up to the top knuckle. So I think he's waddling a little bit, trying to work that out. Gotcha. Um, You know, he has a history of coming in the wrong places, but I think this week he'll come in the right place. And I'm gonna gonna buy that investment. Yeah, uh, speculative play from over here, hoping that Brown sees the field. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. I say he stays out, he's going, he's not gonna play, he's going under. And that, for that reason, I'm out. Joe. Wrong play. Wrong play. I don't think he's going to play. I'm out. All right, Connor. Yeah. Connor hangs on as the, uh, the loan investment for Hope. But everyone everyone did garner one investment on Shark Tank today. Uh, that does it for today's episode. All right, there's our newest segment, Shark Tank. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh the fun we had there. Did you guys Lots- hear the music? No. I had to stream. I followed. Oh, okay. Nice. I, the music was a nice touch. Oh, yeah. You guys missed out. Hope you had fun. We had three trades this week. <coughs> then we had one today. Uh, Jerry traded Daryl Henderson and Russell Wilson to Tristan for Latavius Murray and Justin Jefferson. I actually thought this was just a better trade for Tristan. I didn't think it was a great trade for Jerry. I feel like Daryl Henderson is uh, his best running back. So he loses him. And then obviously Russell Wilson isn't a starter, but I don't think Latavius Murray is a starter for Jerry either. I can't see him really playing uh, much Latavius Murray. Uh, just, and just with running backs being more valuable than receivers. Um, like Tristan got the better end of the deal. I don't think it necessarily made Jerry's team much better. I feel like if if this trade was like Russell Wilson and Elijah Mitchell or Russell Wilson and Damian Harris, I feel like Tristan probably still would have accepted it and it would have been a much more, much better deal for Jerry. But since it's, it was Henderson, I feel like he gave up a little too much. Yeah. I got to agree with you on that. Um, I, I understand why Jerry did it. He has a good quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson on his bench. He wants to get value out of there. Um, he's got some decent running backs so he can give one up and he's getting back Justin Jefferson who, you know, was obviously one of the, top auction draft picks this year and Latavius Murray hasn't played for a couple weeks but I think he's going to come back from injury uh, soon hasn't played since like week six or seven uh, but I definitely think it uh, a little bit of squirts got the better end of this one yeah, I, any analysis? I, yeah. I agree um, I mean I traded Daniel Jones for fucking Christian McCaffrey so like he needed another quarterback I, I think Jerry probably could have gotten a little bit more out of him, but um, we should make T-shirts eh. with that trade on it, you know, <laughs> and just like wear them around, just to let everyone know that that trade actually happened. Yeah, and I traded away Jamal Williams and got Christian Kirk, who caught it, has been catching touchdowns lately. So, yeah, yeah, no, I mean it was good for Tristan. He needed a quarterback, so good trade. Yeah, I, I thought it was advantageous for Tristan too. I was a little surprised because I sent Jerry an offer where it was a uh, um, Javante Williams for Russell Wilson. But then he said no. So I was a little bit surprised. I thought that might have been a little bit better offer. Yeah. I would agree. I think you look at Jerry's roster too. He owns three 49ers running backs. He owns Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., 
and Jamichael Hasty. And now with acquiring Latavius Murray, he owns two Ravens, Murray and Tyson Williams. I feel like he's kind of he's really limiting his upside. It's like there's, it's unlikely that multiple running backs of those groups will be like good enough to feel really confident starting. Like it's it's unlikely that he feels confident starting with Tyson Williams and Latavius Murray or any combo of the 49ers running backs. So I feel like he's kind of limiting his upside there too, just roster construction wise. And Tristan, I mean, Tristan's got no shot in the playoffs, but you know, at least he, he made his, he's making his team better. He doesn't want to be the total bowl winner again, which is shocking. So, he did such a good job when he lost. You know? Yeah, I mean, everyone would like to see him lose again, but he does. Obviously, he doesn't want to go third again. But so I, I give him some respect. You know, still, still looking, finding ways to make his team better, even when he's not in the playoff race. Unlike some owners in the league. Uh, so shouts out to Tristan. Um, this next trade, we don't need to give any analysis because it's pretty simple. I trade Mason Rudolph to Joe for Devontae Booker. I own Saquon. What's up with that? I own Saquon now, so I get the handcuff to him. Yeah. Joe owns Big Ben, who has who has COVID. Who knows what's going to happen there? So he gets the backup there. Um, Joe, why are you trading with Eric, dude? What's up with that, man? I don't know. It just made sense. <laughs> yeah, this one, I mean, I don't think... Yeah, whatever. Anyways. I should have gave my PSA last week. God damn it. And then I made another trade with Jordan, so he didn't get the PSA, obviously, either. I traded... Uh, Marquise Brown to Jordan for Aaron Jones. So Aaron Jones is out one to two weeks, they say. Um, Jordan is in a spot where, you know, in a tight race as far as uh, the points race for maybe the last spot as well as record-wise. He's fighting with a lot of teams for the fifth spot. And then, obviously, with Curtis not being in on record and that being second in points, um, Point spot too is is up for grabs. Yeah, Jordan's only like a couple points behind Curtis. Forget like and Jordan. I made this point being when going through negotiations with Jordan. I made him one offer, and I think he asked for CD Lamb for Aaron Jones straight up, which I said no to. And then I said I'd do Marquise Brown for Aaron Jones, and then he was kind of on the fence about it. And I said, well, if you have a counter, let me know. And if you change your mind on CD Lamb, let me know. And basically what I told him was I'm not going to change. I'm not going to have much leeway as far as changing my offer. Um, Cause Aaron Jones is going to be out one to two weeks. The Packers also have their bye in week 13. So I'm assuming they're just going to keep him out through the bye week. So he's probably not going to come back until week 14. So if Jordan were to hold on to him, he wouldn't get him back most likely until week 14. Jordan also has like a really tough schedule as far as who he plays. I think he plays Hovey, Spencer and Ben in three of the last four weeks. So three of the teams he plays in the last four weeks are playoff teams at this point. So he has a pretty tough schedule he's going to have to get through. So I kind of just told him, like, this is going to be the best offer I make to you. Marquise Brown, Aaron Jones, take it or leave it. And uh, he took the chance on it. I don't mind it for either of us. It makes sense for Jordan, just given he has to make the playoffs. And it makes sense for me because the, the weeks that matter for me now are the last two weeks of the season. Yeah, no, I think it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's scary that it makes your team better, obviously, when Aaron Jones comes back. Like, I feel like there's a little bit more upside, obviously, having Aaron Jones on your team than Marquise Brown, but um, I get it. I mean, Jordan's going to have a great receiving core. Like, I mean, this week, Cooper Cup's on by, and he still has David Montgomery and James Robinson and James Conner, so he has quite a few running backs, so he just made his wide receiver core stronger. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the worst. It makes a lot of sense for Jordan because he has Cooper Cup, and then his next best receiver is Antonio Brown. And since he's been out, yeah, um, he might play this week. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, always. You know, you guys, you and Connor, (laughs) in on it. But uh, getting that second like strong receiver for him, I think, was a huge improvement to his team. Yeah, I I like to trade for both you guys, uh, which means I actually hate to trade because I'm fighting uh, Jordan for a playoff spot, and anything that makes Eric's team better makes me more unhappy. And that's the three trades. I don't know. I feel like we've we've had quite a few trades in the last few weeks here. Uh, I'm assuming once the trade deadline passes, we'll go over all the (laughs) trades for the year on the pod. So that'll be fun. Yep. But uh, speaking of that, the trade deadline is December 1st at 10 a.m. 
Um, so a few more weeks here of trades, trade possibilities. Two weeks uh, from today. Uh, yeah. Uh, I need help, guys. Trade me your good players. Yep. Lavisca yep. Chenault's up for grabs. So, yep. who wants Randall Cobb? <laughs> I, what year is this? Uh, you know, big news for Miles Sanders. Sounds like he's going to be. He's coming off IR this week. He's gonna, sounds like he's going to play on Sunday. But before he plays, we have to know. We have to get some news from our man Connor here. He's got his sources on the grounds. What is what's what's going on with Miles? Yes, uh, give me one moment. Um, I I recently had a conversation with Joe Flacco, who let me know that Miles Sanders does not have COVID. Back to you, Eric. What does Joe Flacco know about Miles Sanders? I think I don't know what he knows, but he knows more about COVID than I do. <laughs> gotcha. And uh, what's what's going on with our money here in the uh, Vanguard? Yeah, this is uh, the, my one shining hope of the season, considering my team is dog shit. Um, so far, my investment of everyone's buy-in has returned me $61.69. And I'm going to make a PSA right now. If, if this hits $100, if, if I, I'm going to fucking sell my uh, mutual fund and uh, take that to the bank. So. Lame. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll gamble it. That could be fun. There you go. Let's uh let's get into the week the start of week eleven here. Um, oh, actually, um I have one more thing to add that I forgot to bring up uh during the shark tank, which kinda leads into me gambling. I have two uh surefire gambling hits this week. Yeah, well let's hear them. So uh I, I, I can't make the I don't actually know what the line is yet, which kinda sucks because the scoreboard app hasn't updated. It's not the line, though. Uh, Russell Wilson rushing yards, Gerald Everett receiving yards. Take the over on both, whatever they are. Last week, Russell Wilson, it was 19.5. He got like 30-something. Gerald Everett was at like 28.5. He got like 50. No no matter what, for some reason, these these gambling assholes are undervaluing Gerald Everett and Russell Wilson rushing. Russell Wilson can't throw the ball. He's going to run it. Gerald Everett's actually not bad, so take the over on both. Uh, That's my announcement. I don't know if you saw the... uh... The news out of Seahawks practice today was that Russell Wilson was giving fist bumps and high fives with his left hand, not his right. So maybe that finger that he worked 19 hours a day on to recover is not quite uh, at 100%. I mean, if you watch the game, you'd see it wasn't at 100%. Um, yeah. And I would ask Joe about it, but it's not its not a toe. So it's a finger. So I don't think Joe knows much about that. Who do you think is the fingers expert of the EIG? Oh, that's a great question. Fuck. Spencer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's got those. He's probably got lanky ass fingers, right? Like he's probably got skinny hands. I mean, he's smoking all the time, so he's breaking up bleed. I mean, he squatted for a while. He probably ate with his fingers. I don't know. I believe it. True. I'm in on it. So, Joe, the toes expert, Spencer, the fingers expert. Um, let's move on from that subject. <laughs> <laughs> We got, got awkward real fast. <laughs> what do you got? Well, yeah, I mean, he's probably the fingers expert. He's been finger blasting Abby Larson for a couple years. <laughs> True. Sheldon? That was Jordan, bro. Oh, it was Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spencer Connor. came out and denied that. My bad. I apologize. Yeah, we had. Yeah. Uh, Connor, what do you, how do you feel about waivers running on Wednesday versus Thursday? I brought this up once before, but it got kibosh because someone joined the podcast when I was talking about it, but. Uh, I don't give a shit. Okay. I feel like um, most most people are in multiple leagues, um, besides Chris, and uh, every waiver is on whatever Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night, you know, Wednesday morning. So I feel like it just kind of makes sense. Just do it all at once, you know. What about bugs me about ESPN too? Oh, here we it's go. like when you put in your bids. Everyone, and then, feel like, free you... to mute for the next ten minutes. <laughs> if you look, like you know, how, like okay, you put in all your bids and then you can look at them all on like one page. And it says like when the waiver is gonna run, and it's like approximately midnight. It's like <laughs> yeah. why the why the fuck is it approximately? And it never runs until like twelve forty five. Yeah, which Dude, I don't some know if... of them I've seen have run at like twelve oh seven, and others are like twelve thirty three. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's like they have they're just like paying some jabroni to like go in and fucking 
Okay, there's, there's not a human doing that. Okay, there's. <laughs> well, then why is it a why is it approximately? Why doesn't I, it just run? You I know, got, on sleeper right. when the fucking time, whatever time it says, it fucking runs it at that time. I'll tell you why. It's because ESPN likes to, as, as a corporate entity, they like to save money, and so I, I guarantee you, they there's like a, a server somewhere where all these calculations are done to see whose team gets what uh, bid, and they probably just like don't have the actual bandwidth or CPU power to do it quickly. So it happens a lot slower. Um, quick shout out to NFL.com. Uh, I'm in an NFL league. I don't know why. It's awful. But uh, basically, we had waivers last night as normal. Normally, they go through at like 1 a.m. Today, they went through at 10 a.m. This morning, I woke up at 9 o'clock and I had no idea about waivers. It was still Everything was still fucking in limbo. Isn't that I ridiculous? Know a, I don't know. It's a bigger shocker that the so waivers haven't gone through. Oh, that hilarious, dude. Up. That's great. Yeah, nice, dude. I mean, nice, ESPN's, sick, dude. ESPN's That's the first time that's been said. ESPN's probably using Quinn Lawrence data center in fucking Post Falls, Idaho. That's why it's not getting done right away. <laughs> Shouts yeah. out to Quinn. Uh, also, shout out Quinn. Uh, Mackenzie Klein, just, I think she just had a baby. So, shout out Quinn. Don't know what that is, so. Fuck that. Former bitch, lover. <laughs> Let's get into the waivers. Let's get into waivers this week. Fuck that bitch, dude. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hobie, Hobie was a big spender this week. Deonta Foreman, $93. Next highest bid was Joe for 64 So good on you, Alpin and Joe. Yeah, good shit, Hobie. It was a dollar more than than Jordan had. Nice. And Amax still has $200 of budget left. So I was like, I don't think I have to worry. I just need to beat Jordan. So (laughs) that was pretty much it. Quick question. Is there a more pathetic fantasy football owner than Amac? <laughs> Apparently, it was Mitchell Gelhaus. Someone decided to kick him out of the league. Connor. <laughs> no, I I didn't decide it. I was the executioner, though. I was the one. Well, you're the one that called me. Oh, no. is it okay if we kick Mitchell out? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm his dad. Do whatever you Daddy. want. Like, and you're Connor's dad. My dad. Can I kick out Mitchell Gilhouse? <laughs> I don't want to be his friend anymore. Yeah, this is, this is all total bullshit, okay? We decided as a group, and then I talked to Eric about it. I was like, Eric, I don't even know this guy who's the closest. So I talked to the people who are closest. I'm sorry for being a nice guy. You guys are right. I should, I should just fucking kick people out willy I, I don't understand Mitchell's names. What are Who are these bands? Oh, the Proclaimers. Oh, the Oingo Boingos. Who are they? I don't like this guy's team. Uh, yeah, you kicked him. I don't know who replaced him. I think Tristan. Tristy did, yeah. What an upgrade, so, though. Was, so yeah. fuck you guys, dude. Uh, Connors added a free what an upgrade. to the yeah, line. My bad. I thought it was Amac. My bad. No, Amac replaced Shout Hayden. A-Mac. Love Amac. Amac replaced Hayden. Another person who didn't check his team, so kind of just he kind of just inherited the <laughs> shittiness. Dude, I should I'm gonna try, I should try to find that uh, Facebook message I sent. What's that guy's name again? Mitchell or whatever. I think yeah, the, there needs to be an episode of a Whittle Strange talking about the whereabouts of Mitchell Gilhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should invite him on the podcast. Oh, I'd be down. That'd be hilarious. He has a girlfriend now, like a pretty serious one. Which is, if yeah, you knew Mitchell, it's a little shocking. So. Yeah, a little bit, but... This dude used to show up to the Y and ball out in his fucking tacky pants. <laughs> this is the best. Probably better at basketball than Connor. This bitch ass fucking about to get slapped by Hobie in a month. I played today, too. Yeah, Hobie's playing, dude. What the fuck hey, are I, you doing? I actually got a line for that now, in case people are wondering when I get like a chance. Right, Joe, oh, here we go. So, my line for that... Is I got Hobie minus one thirty, Connor plus one hundred. Didn't Connor you even take Connor? Huh? Hasn't like more people taking Connor? In no, I thought more people took you. Me? How no, am Jordan? I Jordan is on. Uh, is on Connor and Tristan. I Jerry is on, was too. Tristan is on. Did Jerry say? I don't. Can't remember. I feel Anyways, like he was talking man shit up Jordan, in Canada. I, I'm team anti Jerry is me, so terrible bet by Jerry. Obviously, he's just throwing away money at this point. Jordan's got some golf bet with Tristan actually, about to be teeing up his shots. Actually, I got a text from Jerry this just before the pod, and he said, "Quote: What are the odds on a Hobie EEIG champ in basketball winning parlay?" <laughs> All right, so Hobie, Jerry is on. 
The only, the only thing I'll agree with Jerry on for this podcast. Joe, that means you have to set uh, uh, lines for everyone to win EIG, right? I know, right? We can parlay it, yeah. <laughs> what are the odds on Chris? I'm going to bet that. Chris EIG? I don't know, man. It might be a little tough. What is what is the what is the odds on Chris ever winning the EIG? Like, I feel like this league is probably going to go until you know we all croak. <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be around for a while. Will Chris? I'll put up for debate and brace debate right here. Will Chris ever win an EIG championship? Okay, so the question is, what odds would you need to bet Chris to win an EIG championship? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Will he win? Yes or no? No. That's a no. No. He's Joe. fucking gone in overseas for half the fucking drafts. Like this motherfucker travels. He don't give a shit. But now he's got a white girlfriend. He's not overseas. <laughs> he's over in Europe, bro. His <laughs> like, Asian broad, so you know, less, less distractions in the mind of Chris Smart. The yellow fever has been cured. Yeah, you guys he's are talking about sh- his his strong white woman. You guys are talking about his white girlfriend and soon to be uh, fiance. Soon yeah, dude. Heads up, PSA. Uh, also, I found my uh, I found the message I sent to uh, Mitchell Gellhouse, By the way, I wasn't uh, saying. Well, it's really long, but uh, uh, actually, you were like, Hovey hates you, like, dude. Hovey asked the... you to kick him out of the league. <laughs> I'm the gay commissioner of EIG. Yeah, the first thing I did was I sent him my grinder profile, and he he gave me a thumbs up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just fucking yeah. He's like, damn, that's all right, man. I understand. I'm not on my I'm not around a computer very often anymore with work and I don't have time to set lineups anyways. Thanks for reaching out there. Would have been into catching up with everyone again, but it's cool. Happy drafting, brother. Damn, dude, you just like eliminated him. Nice response. I know. I, I actually my my message was dude. like a fucking uh it was like a novel. I was trying I I, I was kind of nice about it. But I'm not going to fucking read that shit, but yeah. Seems like a good guy. Yeah, better than you, that's for sure. But yeah, Chris is never winning the championship. Shouts out to Chris, dude. Being a true American, dating a white. <laughs> what? Do you want to finish Christ. that sentence, Eric? Dating a white. Good God. Christ, dude. Honor, dude. What are you doing? Uh, hey, uh, okay, so Joe, what are the. Uh, give me like some odds, though, that Chris will win in the next 10 years. Shoot. So, like, the problem is that, like, I don't know what, like,. I mean, is like a fucking meteor gonna crash into Mukilteo and like knock a few of us out of the league or something? Or are we, are we saying that the, the league stays ten as years? it is? Ten years, you're saying? Yeah, ten years. He said. Ten years. What did, will Chris win? What are the odds? One that time. Chris will win one or more. Just one time. Yes. What are the odds Chris will make the playoffs? I was just gonna say, dude, he hasn't been in the playoffs like in fucking the last decade. So we got maybe we gotta say that first. He's not. He's not listening, so he's not going to be offended. I'd say like the odds of Chris. Like <laughs> the problem is, is that like you could completely fluke your way into it too. You mean like Eric this year? Yes, yeah, somewhat. But <laughs> it's like tough to be like that bad. Like I would say, like in ten years, his odds of winning one championship would be like two to one. Chris could have someone Jesus. else draft for him. I'll take be the fucking other good. Side. So I, Chris, could hear this and be like, "Fuck it." I'm gonna have someone draft for me. Like two to one's assuming he has like a four percent chance of winning the league in any given year, which is really low. Yeah, but probably deservingly low for Chris. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it's, like how low is his really like chance of winning the league in any given year? Like it's it can't be like really lower than that, can it? Maybe he'll be right. He's gonna have someone draft for him. I mean, yeah, the problem with making like a his line... girlfriend, who's why. <laughs> Christ, uh, actually, I don't even know why that's so funny. Because, uh, anyways, um, what, what I could see happening, honestly, there's so many gambling degens in our league that Joe would send like a ridiculous line, and everyone would take that bet and then help Chris throughout the year. You know, I could totally see that happening. I can't. Anyways, what were we talking about before we got on that? Wait, I think. Oh, you were about to compliment me. I think. Pretty sure. What shitty pickup did you make this week? <laughs> uh, none. 
Uh, always, always speaks. Oh yeah, he already gave his explanation. He outbid Jordan by a dollar. So take that, Jordan. Hovey's your fucking nemesis. He called it out earlier in the year, and he's. I know. I'm kind of pissed because I have to play him this week, and I just have a bad feeling. Uh, Classic uh, uh, question for Sunday podcast idea that didn't come to fruition is just have Hovey shitting on Jordan every time. <laughs> That'll go in the annals of history along with our Twitter account. Yeah, it's out to the annals. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan picked up Dolphins D for $6. That was the next high bid. So from $93 down to 6 Then there's a couple $5 bids. Uh, Robbie Anderson. The lame, dude. The lame is back in the EIG atmosphere. $5 to me. Uh, Broncos D, $5. Brian Edwards, $3. Yada, yada. Uh, any any picks that stood out to you guys from this week? Nope. Joe, Hobie, anything? No. No. Nice job, Hobie, getting Donta Foreman. Yeah, that was a good pick. I like Brian Edwards for three dollars. He had a good game on Sunday. Yeah, I can see that being well. I think I put in a bid for him. No. Uh, three dollars. I think I yeah I bid two. I bid two dollars. Connor, you bid, Jerry bid zero. I don't think I put a bid. In. Connor didn't bid. He's lying out his ass. Yep, as usual. Lying out the anals. Uh, but Brian Edwards had a big, had a nice game. Caught touchdown. Taking Connor advantage bid. of uh, oh. you know. Sorry. Of Henry Ruggs. Yeah, I was gonna say like that. He has the same role as Henry Ruggs in that offense, and uh, Ruggs is no longer in the NFL. So, what did he do? Uh, I think he voted for Trump. Brett killed the guy <laughs> with the trident. <laughs> shouts out to the Henry. Uh, the only <laughs> shout out shouts out to Henry. Dude, come <laughs> on, Eric's on a tear this pod. Holy fuck, dude. He needs the same judge doing the Kyle Rittenhouse case in order for him to win. Should we give him a shout out too? The judge? No, right. Kyle? No, Kyle Rittenhouse. Have you been following that trial at all? Yeah, the, the judge made an Asian joke about the food. That was pretty wild. And he took a selfie with Kyle Rittenhouse, which is also pretty wild. And uh, he, what like, let him. Fuck. <laughs> He uh made, he let him pick the jurors or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't get too much into it, but I see some shit come across Twitter. Yeah, he said something about they ordered food or something like that, and he's like, "I hope that Asian food didn't come across the harbor on one of those boats or some shit like that." Isn't that what he said? <laughs> I thought one of, in the other one. I thought like one of the jurors got kicked out because yeah, he made the joke. Yeah, it was like, yeah. why did why did the Minneapolis police only shoot George Floyd eight times or not George Floyd? Who was the Ahmad? No, it was one of the black dudes. He's like, why yeah, one of the many times? Because he only had eight bullets. Because he ran out of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> they just booted. See ya. That guy was just going. Like, he was trying to start his stand-up comedy career at a fucking murder trial. Yeah. <laughs> the, the judge was trending out someone. Someone came in with a hotter take, and he goes, "Get the fuck out of my corner." He's like, "God damn, dude! I should have thought of that joke." <laughs> Like, all I got is this Asian joke. Oh, God. It's horrible. We've officially gone off the rails, but let's, get, let's, let's, let's wrap it up here with our predictions. Something I don't know how to do. Wrap it up, obviously. Uh, week 11 here. Connor's taking on Chris. Big matchup. Uh, <laughs> Connor, who you got? Oh, let's go, dude. <laughs> For some reason, I'm, I'm in the back-to-back shitter bowls. I don't know why my team is always in this situation uh, i'm taking myself dude i'm i'm making the playoffs i don't give a fuck about anything else dude and uh i'll see you guys come uh december i'm taking chris dude chris is winning the game he was my pick early in the year to make the playoffs that's not gonna happen but what is gonna happen this week is connor's bitch ass is gonna lose to him because chris deserves it uh He's never going to win a championship in EIG, but he, he's going to win this game this week. So, shouts out to Chris. I just want to point out that I always take shit for my predictions gambling, and then Eric says Chris is going to make the playoffs, and he's 0-10. Hey, at least it's bold. 
whatever. It was a bold uh, prediction. It wasn't like I was fucking betting by mortgage on it. I, I'm, I'm with you uh, on this one. Connor's winning this game. I'm with Chris. Ooh, an actual split. Let's go. Fuck yeah. Shouts out, Chris. Uh, our next matchup here on the sheet, Tristan versus Joe. And this is the two worst lineups this week going against each other. Um, you know, Joe talked shit about my team last week, so I'm picking Tristan. You want to make a bet on that game, this Eric? Yeah, let's do it. Let's look at the lineups here. I haven't even looked at the scoreboard. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the scoreboard. So I thought you said it was the worst lineups. Now you say you haven't looked at them? <laughs> the hell is up with that? I mean, Tristan traded for Daryl Henderson. He's on by this week, so, you know, maybe Tristan doesn't want to win this week. He's looking at the future of avoiding the total bowl. You know, Joe, Joe's man. not going to be in the playoffs this year, most likely, so he's going to be in the total bowl race, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They Both both their teams suck. Uh, Tristan's starting Chuba Hubbard and Dearness Johnson as his running backs. Uh, Dearness Johnson is not bad, obviously, now with Kareem Hunt out, but Chuba Hubbard with McCaffrey back in. Can't be feeling too confident in that. Uh, starting two tight ends. Uh, never the never the. Sometimes you gotta do it, but not the strongest strategy. Uh, I'll bet you five dollars. I'm not feeling too confident, so but I'll <laughs> I'll make a bet for. All right, all right. Sounds like I'll make I'll make a five I'll make a five dollar bet, and I'm winning this game. Hobie, who are you picking? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Joe. <laughs> Honor. Uh, Joe, how tall? I mean, are you? Tristan's like your little buddy, buddy. You guys, you know, you're always like sucking him off every time he comes on the podcast. So. <laughs> Joe, how tall are you? Uh, six one. Joe, uh, Tristan says he's six foot, so I'm gonna take Joe because he's tall. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm taking on Ben this week. Uh, on my quest to be eleven and zero and have beaten everybody in the league. Uh, I did make the trade this week for Aaron Jones. Obviously, made my lineup worse, so I would be shocked if I lost. But I'm picking myself. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to take Eric as well this week. I'm going to take Ben. Uh, Sorry, Eric. Yeah, just to make it even, I'm going to take Ben as well. Fuck it. It'd just be nice to see you lose one week, so. It would be but more yeah. than nice. It would be awesome. <laughs> uh, Hovey, you're taking on Jordan this week. Nice matchup here. I'll go with you first. Who you? Who do you like in this one? Uh, I'm going to take myself in this one. Hobie was the highest scoring team last week. I was promoter. He's going to be the highest scoring team again this week. I'm taking Hobie. Yeah, uh, I'm taking Hobie too. Hobie's team is actually pretty nasty. And uh, yeah. now that Mahomes is actually playing well, like, fuck. Looks pretty solid. Oh, taking Hobie. Hobie's Hobie. team's going to be favored in every game the rest of the year. Yeah. True. Believe it. Shout out, Hobie. Uh, Jerry and Spencer uh, going head to head this week. Connor, I'll, I'll go to you first. Who do you like in this one? Um, you know what? Uh, this matchup, I'm going to decide it based off ESPN projections. And right now, Spencer's projected higher. So I'm going to take Spencer. Spencer's projected higher, and he has Nick Chubb still in this line. Is he projected to play this week or not? Yeah, right now he is. I think he's going to play. Okay. I don't he's know if ESPN right now, has a projection but... for him. Yeah. No, it says he's out right now. So yeah, um, it's weird. It says he's out, but he has a projection. I think this yeah. is with tomorrow. Yeah. I think it's just because he has to clear like COVID. It's COVID, right? Because yeah. that's what it was like with like Aaron Rodgers and shit yeah. and Devontae Adams. So um, I'm gonna the- go. Sorry if I cut someone off, but I'm going with Spencer. Yeah, the only the only thing that worries me, I think Spencer has. If everyone plays Spencer has a stronger lineup, the only thing that worries me is Hopkins and Murray. I feel like they could both miss again. Um, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater's on bye. So Spencer would be down to he would be starting Adrian Peterson, Deshaun Jackson, or Tyler Johnson as his super flex. And he'd have That's to move true. someone else into his flex. Um if Murray and Hopkins play, I like Spencer. If they don't, then I probably like Jerry, but it's Spike. It's gonna be close. Do you give a pick, Connor? I don't remember. Yeah, uh, Spencer's uh is projected higher on ESPN. Oh yeah. Joe, Joe, you're the last one. Yeah, and I'm going to say Spencer, too. 
Because actually, make reminds me I should probably try and trade Colt McCoy to Spencer, just in case. All right, and our last matchup here. Um, this one's probably going to be a sweep. I'll start off here. Curtis and AMAC. I'm going with uh, Curtis. Uh, it's like, you know, it'd be, it'd be a miracle if AMAC got to 100 points. And uh, it's going to need a lot more than that to beat Curtis. So. Miracle if he gets to 80. Uh, Joe, who you got in this one? So I think Curtis is going to win, but it's probably going to be like a little bit closer maybe than I think. I think AMAC's got some like decent matchups this week. Um, so I think it'll be like a little bit closer, but Curtis still wins. The yeah. real insider pick. I like it. Uh, you know, I got Curtis. Just going to throw that out there. Curtis's team's like way better. Oh, I, yeah. got Kurt. I got Curtis. I got Curtis. there. Love it. Uh, AMAC has changed. I think for two weeks, like two weeks in a row, AMAC had Hunter Redfro on his bench. He has moved him into a starting lineup. Uh, Hunter Redfro. Both weeks he had him on his bench. He caught a touchdown. Scored 14 points in both games. Um, but he did move him into his lineup now. So he has been looking at his team a little bit. Uh, our Ab- for those for those uh, you know keeping track at home, our Abby Larson encounter is to, up to seventeen. It's pretty so, good. Shout, shout out to Abby. <laughs> uh, but that's gonna do it for the podcast today. Appreciate our guests, uh, Hobie and Joe, coming thanks on. Coming on, Hobie. Thanks for coming on, Joe. Yeah, thanks Joe, for having us, Joe. Any last words for the listeners? Nope. No, Hobie. Anything you want to say? about your team, your basketball uh, regimen. If you don't bet on me in this basketball game, you're a fucking idiot. True. That's about it. True words have never been spoken. Connor, anything to say to that or anything for our listeners out there? Any 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 insight to your uh, lack of preparation for this basketball game? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't uh, bet on Hovey, you're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, Jordan, not looking good. Hit me up if you want to take bets on the game. Can I get bet on the game, Joe? Yeah, Joe's got a line. Can I take Hovey? Can I, can I take Connor? <laughs> Be like that episode of South Park when they play baseball. Yeah. They're just trying to lose the whole time. All right. To everyone listening, we appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week um, after week 11. See you later. Peace.